0: so much guys for joining us on our 22nd episode. This is Raw Talk Podcast where scientists talk and we listen. And like I said, this is episode 22. But more importantly, it's actually episode one of season two. Uh, and it's very exciting for us to be here. And today we actually wanted to sit down as a team. I'm um, joined by the rest of our team and just reflect on this past year and give you guys the listener the opportunity to get to know the voices that you've heard this year. And to also tell you that the show has been canceled. No, to tell, we want to tell you about season two. We want to tell you what's in store this coming season. So uh, what I was hoping to do, since we do have some new faces, new voices, I should say, is maybe go around and do some introductions. So yeah, before we get into the conversation, maybe we can introduce our brand new people that we, we haven't heard from before. So why don't we do that right now? Hey, everyone.
1: As uh, Richie mentioned, uh, my name is James, and I am getting into this whole podcast thing. Um, so I'm a second-year master student, or going into my second year with uh, Robert Chen as my supervisor. You may have heard me before on a segment done by Aaron and Kat on Robert's episode a couple episodes ago. So I, I thought it was a really creative idea and wanted to get into it, so hopefully this season I'll be helping out as a segment host and possibly a show host. Yeah, so hi,
2: everybody. My name's Action. I'm a first-year master's student at the uh, Institute of Medical Science. I'm going to be the producer for season two of Raw Talk podcast. Really excited about my role here. Um, we have a great team, I, I think. I haven't actually worked with anyone yet, but <laughs> 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 everyone seems pretty cool. i really excited, and uh, yeah.
3: Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Anton here. I'm uh, going into my fourth-year PhD in Dr. Karen Davis's lab, and for a Those of you listeners who've listened to season one, she was actually featured as one of the guests. A lot of what the team doesn't know is that I actually have been a fanboy since they first launched in September. And so I was really looking forward to being a part of this team. So I'm really excited to be a segment host on season two.
4: So hi, everyone. My name is Maria and I'm a second year master's student at IMS and I'm studying neuroscience and mental health at SickKids Hospital And the way I kind of got involved and first introduced with the podcast was actually my first year when I attended one of the IMSA meetings. And what I'm going to be doing this year is I'm going to be involved with the segments. And I hope to really highlight particularly scientists that are involved in migraine research and concussion research because that's where my interests lie. And I'm really looking forward to this year just to kind of get connected with everyone. And I'm really excited to see what we can do with the podcast.
5: Uh, what's up guys, my name is Craig. You've never heard me before. I'm a second year master's student in the Translational Research Program, which I think technically means I'm my own supervisor. So I, I'm here um, to help with the IMS 50 celebration, which is really just the excuse I made to help out with the podcast. But I'm happy to be here and I hope
0: to have a great year with the team. Excellent, welcome guys. We look forward to having you on the team and uh, hearing your contributions. So next up, what I thought we'd do is we would introduce a couple people who, whose voice you probably are familiar with, but who weren't formally introduced in our first episode. So why don't we do that? Starting with Joel. Hey
1: everyone, I'm Joel. I'm a second year master student at John Lab at SickKids. I'm on the team as a webmaster, so I managed a website. So this is probably the only time you get to hear my voice. <laughs>
2: Joel, when did you join the team?
1: I actually joined the team one week after the launch of season one. It was during, I think, the first meeting of IMS. I saw Richie and Jay go up and talk about the podcast and they were like, oh, we were looking for a webmaster. And immediately they just turned to
2: me and looked at me. I'm like, oh, okay, that's intimidating. Do you know how it happened, though? you know how you ran for webmaster for IMSA? Oh, yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all schemed and said, okay, we want him on our team. So it was cool. So we're happy to have you on our was team.
3: <laughs> 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 we yeah, was, sorry.
2: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad to be on the team.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Grace. I'm a second year master's student in uh, Dr. Aristotle Vaneskos' lab at CAMH. I contributed a little bit uh, to season one just with a segment on the Dr. Helen McNeil episode really looking forward to being part of the team and contributing i'll be uh, a segment host as well as helping produce the audiograms.
6: yeah that's about it (laughs) (laughs) hey everyone my name is swapna i started on the podcast as a guest where i met kat and aaron that was awesome and they left a really awesome impression on me so i wanted to get a little bit more of a taste of the podcast Got on again as a a guest for another segment, I guess, and then hosted a segment or a few, I guess, for one of the episodes this past season, season one. It was an amazing experience. Got to meet a lot of really incredible people. So I'm so excited to be joining the team again for season two, doing some PR and doing some hosting, a little bit of hosting um, also. And oh, yeah, um, I'm a student at IMS. (laughs) I'm doing PhD. Going into year, oh my gosh, going into year six. Woo! Woo. <laughs> hey. Grade twenty-one. Grade a million. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. And counting.
7: Hey everyone, my name's Aaron. I'm going into my second year of master's at the IMS. My supervisor is Dr. Gary Roden at the Princess Margaret Cancer Center. And I actually joined the podcast probably right after <laughs> the first episode of season one was released. And I'm very happy that I was able to join. I think Kat recruited me because we're in the same lab. Peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been an awesome experience and I'm so happy to be here for season two.
0: Welcome, welcome,
2: welcome. welcome. Ooh. Thanks Kat for bringing Aaron. All right, what's good guys? This is Jabir's voice you're hearing and uh, we're just going to switch gears a bit and do a year in review. We hear from a lot of uh, our seasoned members here, and we're going to give you a recap of some highlights, some behind the scenes, and uh, what we've learned from our podcast guests and a reflection of our own own personal journey. But I'd like to start off first. So um, I'm just going to say a few things regarding the program as a whole. I get asked, how did you even start a podcast? What does it even entail? And doing this over the past year, the biggest realization for me and I think I can speak for everyone is um, there's more to podcasting and it, it extends well beyond just production and content creation, right? So you have to hustle just as hard to create content as to promote content and also build and maintain relationships with your guests and your listeners. But I do want to touch upon production a bit because you spend so much time on it and above all else, that's one of the most important things. Production is not as easy as it looks. Thank God for editing though, especially for me. So you may think production is like you have a microphone rambling for 30 to 40 minutes with your guest and then you just upload and export it with editing. But there's a lot more to it than that because there's tons and tons of research. But something that I realize is our guests are just as nervous as we are. And something that we've implemented um, to kind of ease the nerves so that they're not so flustered is starting to do pre-interviews 15 minutes before the actual podcast interview or even a couple of weeks beforehand because that allows us to review the topics, the conversation topics, kind of brainstorm, make sure that they're okay with the conversation and so on, but definitely, again, to calm those nerves. Going back to the other two branches of the podcast is promotion. I think we did really well in terms of production because that's all we, we spent so much time and energy, 99% of it actually, in the beginning on production. And then when it got time to you know, release the episode, we did a Facebook post, maybe an Instagram, and that was pretty much it. But we weren't reaching our audience, aside from like those who we knew in IMS and our close friends. Not everyone was taking in these, all the work that we were putting in. So I think halfway into the season, by January, gotta give big, big love to Kat and Mel here. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kat love, to love to Cat and Mel, love to Cat and Mel. Yeah, so they, they created a promotion plan. They created a promotion. <laughs> you got that on mic? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so they created our own like, promotion plan. And a lot of that had to do with Twitter. And what Twitter allowed us to do was leverage our guest's audience. Not only our guests for the segments, but also the main guests. So that was a big thing. But the last branch is PR. And what that basically means is maintaining and building a relationship with our guests and our listeners. And also, building awareness and credibility because the outcome is twofold. Not only do we get kind of reassurance that this podcast is great because that's what we're hearing a lot, but getting this feedback from the listeners and our guests kind of helps us inform the kind of questions we ask, the topics we cover, and the guests we source. So whoever wants to start a podcast, don't only just focus on production. If you want to commission Cat and Mel for promotion, they're available. They're, they're down, and even just the rest of the team. Are you guys firing us? Yeah. <laughs> other, people, other people can't steal them. No, 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 for sure. You know, we, we can get some more funds Amazon and Cat uh, and Mel. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just wanted to touch upon that. There's a couple of things you don't know about the podcast. And we're going to share some behind the scenes. Go ahead, Richie.
0: Yeah, I mean, most of you are probably wondering, if you listen to the show with any kind of regularity, then you must know that if you tried downloading and listening to the first six episodes, you found a program of a similar but still different name. And we actually got into a little bit of uh, hot water with that. That was an interesting situation. So when we first started the show last September, we came up with a name, and I think we were choosing from a couple names and Raw Data came up uh, as a name because, you know, as scientists, we generate a lot of data. This also happens to be a forum for us to have candid conversations with scientists. So we thought that would fit well. And it did for a while until we got an email from the administration of a similarly named podcast, also affiliated with a large... Similarly named? <laughs> an identically named podcast, <laughs> <laughs> also affiliated with a large research uh, institute, university... And they, they sent us an email and we thought, oh, wow, like people are actually listening, like <laughs> reaching out to us. This is great. And they said, hey, we noticed that you have a podcast called Raw Data and there might be a dispute with that. So is there something that you can do? And I think initially we had suggested that we uh, change our name to Raw Data Podcast as opposed to just Raw Data. And we said, "How does that sound?" And they said, "No." <laughs> so, uh, needless to say, we had to go back to the drawing board and come up with some names and try not to change our entire branding scheme. And here we are. A couple months later, Raw Talk podcast.
2: Raw Talk, and our first week. I'm on Twitter. Actually, I'm gonna. Yeah, pass the mic to pass the mic to Cat. <laughs> Because uh, she uh,
0: she started the Twitter account.
2: <laughs> she started the Twitter and then um, she hit us up. Are you guys seeing what's going on? First yeah. week, go ahead, take it away, Kat.
4: So, I yeah, I definitely advocated for Twitter pretty hard because a lot of the scientists are. Not someone who was on Twitter myself beforehand, but first week, one of our taglines for the podcast is keep it raw. So, uh, as part of our promotion and part of our tweets, I would always hashtag keep it raw. And then in the first few days, we get a mention on Twitter from another uh, podcast,
0: <laughs> different from the previously mentioned
4: podcast. Uh,
0: a little bit in theme. They're about the same. <laughs> There's a lot of overlap. <laughs> so
4: it was it's kind of an aggressive message because this podcast also used the hashtag keep it raw and they had kind of not appropriated here uh, so it was it was sort of their hashtag on on Twitter and you can't really own a hashtag on on Twitter but typically if someone is using it almost exclusively you're the etiquette is to just kind of leave it alone um, and we and me particularly being a Twitter noob didn't know that and so we hadn't even looked it up and we just started using it and so then we got this this mention from this podcast being really upset that we were using their hashtag and just basically telling us to back off their territory. Okay. Uh, can, we can we read, read it out tweet? loud? Yeah, yeah, let's read okay, it. Okay, I can, I can find this tweet. It was, just give me one second.
0: Graduate students read mean tweets.
8: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, hit us up.
9: Uh, How mean could it get in academia though? So, so this is
4: the tweet, uh, 24th of January, 2017, fact. The bookworms at Raw Talk Podcast are smarter than us, but they're also infinitely more boring. Hashtag Ooh. keep it raw us, not you.
6: Shots
0: fired. Uh, anything you didn't expect? Uh,
4: yeah, I think I was a little
9: bit shocked at the beginning. At Whose how voice hard is this? Did, what? It. Oh, it's <laughs> Melissa talking. <laughs> <This is> Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I think it ended up being a lot harder than we thought it was going to be. At first, Kat and I were super organized, and we had this like Google calendar that Kat made because she's more organized than I am um and then we never followed that schedule and that absolutely went but I think we got into a a good rhythm with it after it was interesting running a the podcast Instagram and not my own because I would comment on things and thought people knew who I was and they didn't and some people I think blocked us (laughs) because they were like oh who's this like strange person who's running the podcast Instagram who's super creepy and (laughs) it just didn't work Oh yeah, and getting people to take candid's was.
6: (laughs)
7: Oh, talk about uh, taking candid photos and the importance of that.
9: I would harass everyone to take photos whenever they would do interviews, and then they wouldn't, and then they would, or they would. I think somebody ran after someone.
4: Guilty. Yeah. (laughs) What happened? They ran ran after James. Yeah, but that's (laughs) awesome. Wait, what what happened? happened? Yeah. So Aaron and I had interviewed James, and the interview had gone well and we were packing up, we said our thank yous, he walked out the door, and then we look at each other and we're like, we didn't get a photo, Mel's gonna kill us. So I I sent Aaron running through the halls of this building that we were in, after James, to uh, get him to come back and pretend like we're still in the middle of the interview. Is that why you decided to join the podcast? Beautiful girls chasing after you.
9: Yeah, I just,
1: I finally felt wanted, you know?
9: (laughs) (laughs) They were good pictures, though. I I appreciated it. Yeah.
0: Well, I have a question. Um, If you can think of one, what's been the best part of this whole experience for you guys? And I can finish that one off if you want.
6: All of you. Aww. Aww.
0: (laughs) Hey, that was my answer.
6: I have one that kind of goes for the previous question in this one. Oh, but all of you is my answer to the yeah. second one. You guys are so great. Um, part of why I wanted to be part of the team. But for, for the previous question, like something that really struck me um, during the process was I got to record a lot of segments and a lot of them were with, or two of them were with patients. And as a, as a future clinician, it, uh, some of the answers that they gave me really, really struck me. Like it was interesting for the podcast, but it was also something that I'll take away as i go into clinical practice and keep that with me because they were about misconceptions and stereotypes that patients face in their day-to-day lives managing whatever it is that they're managing and it's not something that if you if you're not managing it you might not think about on the day-to-day but it's something that really means a lot to them so that'll change how i you know how i approach certain ways uh, that i actually do practice so that was pretty cool
1: Although I just started here, hey, this is James again, um, I can say the best part so far was uh, when Jay approached me at a, a pub night a couple of months ago, asking if I wanted to join, and I was a bit thrown off, but he kept on telling me how silky smooth my voice was,
8: <laughs>
1: and I was kind of put were those off a his bit, words exactly? but I think it was nice.
9: Were, were those his words exactly?
1: It was somewhere in that ballpark, yeah. I wish I, I wish I, I think it was RAR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that that really uh uh made me want to join
7: well, clearly it worked. He wooed you, and here you are James <laughs> um hey, everyone. this is Alex. I'm one of the seasoned members of the podcast. One of the things that I've really appreciated being on the show was uh having the opportunity of interviewing my supervisor, Dr. Elizabeth pang uh just like Jay did with his supervisor, and that was a really unique because usually when you interact with your supervisor sort of in the day-to-day interactions uh, in the lab they're very academically focused and um, usually will really talk about your data but this was I, I feel like one of the first times I really got to know my supervisor sort of who she is beyond the lab and like I found out that she likes making stained glass and I don't know why but that was like such a lovely moment and I think you if you've heard the episode I also expressed that I'm like oh my god (laughs) mildly embarrassed by my reaction there but um like learning stuff like that was really nice and then also just other things that she's done and yeah it was really great I really appreciate that
0: I don't know about you guys but the best part for me was actually watching this idea come into practice actually have it happen and realizing like oh wow we're actually releasing episodes on a regular basis and this is a podcast I've told the team this before, but again, this started out as an idea to share all the wisdom of our department, all the research that's going on in our department with the world. And I didn't know too much about any of this going in. Like I was just someone who liked to talk and I like to listen to podcasts. But beyond that, I didn't know anything about all the things Jay mentioned, making a podcast, promotion, production, and all the nuances that go into making a really good show. And so just to see that unfold... And having you guys being such a great team, always on my side. Jay is always, we're always on WhatsApp. He's always challenging me. He's always challenging my ideas uh, in the best way possible. He's not letting me get too crazy with my ideas. And I hope it goes the other way too. But uh, I feel like I've really learned a lot from you guys. And it's been a huge pleasure working with you.
2: Stopping. Yeah. Aww. I listened to our first episode this morning. Season one first episode. And it was so nostalgic because there's only six of us so as at the time it was cat mel alex romina who's not with us um this season but much love romina can we give a shout out to romina whatever i miss you romina, i love you please come back but um <laughs> and like now for season two we've doubled in size we have what 14 members on the team now so it's incredible and so to go to get this far i think is just a testament to how awesome you know the whole team is every member of the team is and what we're willing to put on the table to make this a successful program. Yeah.
0: And before we talk about season two, uh, there is a bit of news to announce, which is that we've actually been taken on as an official initiative of our department. And this is an idea that we pitched to them about a year ago and they weren't entirely on board, but they sort of, they liked where we were going with it. So we spent the past year developing the project and uh, reaching out to other scientists and really connecting and making this a, a whole, a full initiative. And we've presented to them again uh, back in May, and uh, yeah, they agreed to, to support us. So this is a branding opportunity, I guess, for the, for the department. But I won't say that, we should probably cut that out.
2: <laughs> no, it is for real.
0: But yeah, okay, with that said, we can move into season two. So we absolutely want to thank our listeners so far for all their feedback and support, and we have been getting tons of feedback and support, both in person but also online and we have so much more in store for season two and we wanted to go over some of the changes so uh, as i just mentioned we're going to be working very closely with our department to make sure that we represent the whole umbrella of medical science and everything that it entails we understand that the first season was quite a bit heavy on neuro and and i think that speaks to our interest so that that sort of fits and i think we were in our comfort zone trying to find people to talk to but obviously all of biomedical research is not just neuro based so In this coming year we're going to be reaching out to a lot more people and a lot more disciplines and yeah hearing what else is up in medical science so clinical research uh epidemiology things like rehab sports medicine uh what are some other themes cardiology cancer
7: oh yeah infectious diseases don't forget that one
0: and a little bit of foreshadowing there's a reason why alex is super excited for that because she
9: has one
7: I'm Sorry. shocked. I mean, as, as, far no, as, far as, I <laughs> as far as we know. I don't have an infectious disease. As far as we know.
0: Confidentiality. Uh,
2: so please
0: rest assured listeners, we'll be covering your field soon if we haven't already. And having, being on Twitter is super helpful because we can connect with scientists all over the world and try to just expand our network of people that we talk to, that we know. And just, yeah, spread the raw talk, spread the word about the show.
9: And if you want to be on it, Please
0: contact us. Absolutely. We're always taking new ideas. So if you're a biomedical researcher anywhere, we can Skype you now. But if you happen to be in the Toronto area, being a grad student who's doing biomedical research, please... We didn't know how
9: to use Skype before, so...
0: That's right. We just figured out yeah. Skype. We just realized you can actually call people on the computer. <laughs> uh, so please reach out to us if you're interested. We're always taking new ideas. And yeah, we'd love to hear from you.
7: Also, one, one more thing. Uh, we were talking about who we want to reach us. If you're not a scientist as well, you're just someone out here in toronto or in the world or in japan uh (laughs) and are interested in science but are not necessarily a scientist yourself or a student please also reach out to us uh it's important to us that all of this is accessible and that like you can like listen and follow along so we also would love to hear from you too
2: is that it uh, so that's that's it, right?
0: I think that's it. Yeah, I think we're going to wrap down episode one of season two. So thanks again for tuning in, guys. Thanks for all your love so far. Uh, if you want to keep sending us your love, we can let you know how you can support the show. So first, we've actually put up an Amazon affiliate link on our website. So if you go on rawtalkpodcast.com and if you shop at Amazon, which many of you hopefully do, you can click on the little Amazon banner right at the bottom of our website, and that'll redirect you to Amazon. And anything you buy on Amazon will be in part funneled back to us to help us support the show and the show's expense. At no extra cost to you, so please do support the show. We can, we'll take all the pennies that we can get, even though we phased and, out pennies in Canada. And thank you
9: to everyone who's already used it. It's uh, and to everyone who's already used it, thank it's you been so a much. Yeah. For us. Uh, before we actually got funding from our department,
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
9: thank you. Oh, do Absolutely.
2: they know that we're using pro mics? That we got legit equipment now. Oh yeah, <laughs> if we sound better.
4: If we sound better. If we sound crisp. That's what it is. Yeah, it's the new mic. It's
0: because we've upgraded our gear. So uh, hopefully the the show will sound a lot more professional moving forward.
2: Everyone's gonna sound like James.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Chris. All right. So where can you find us?
2: Where can you find us? Twitter, Instagram, and
0: Facebook at Raw Talk Podcast.
4: And
7: iTunes. Not Spotify.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Not Spotify. (laughs)
4: We're working on
7: it.
0: Guys, wherever you can find a podcast Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, please come at us, subscribe, whatever you can do, show your love, leave a review, positive, hopefully. Yeah. Or
4: not. Always looking to improve.
2: Yeah, constructive criticism is dope. I'm like, please. Okay, that's it. That's it. Let's hear from our past guests and um, some listeners. They've got got some feedback for us.
0: And until next time, this is Richie on behalf of the rest of the Raw Talk podcast team telling you to...
9: Keep keep it raw!
8: Greetings, Raw Talk team. This is Jody Jenkinson uh, from Episode 8 of Season 1. For those of you who aren't familiar with my work and didn't listen to the podcast, shame on you. But just to give you a brief recap, I'm a professor of biomedical communications within the Institute of Medical Science and also the Department of Biology out at UTM. And my research is focused on visualization and the role that scientific visualization can play in learning, specifically the role that visual complexity plays in learning. I had the great pleasure of being interviewed by you last year and it was a little bit nerve-wracking, because I'd never participated in a podcast before. And it it just became a great conversation, and, and so it was a wonderful experience for me. You know, I think I was particularly impressed with the way in which you organized the podcast. From the moment you touched base with me, to communicating questions to me, to the pre-interview... By the time we reached the actual interview, I was fully prepared. I felt confident. And I think that's really important when you're interviewing people to give them that sense of, of ease that um, they don't need to overprepare necessarily, that it is a conversation and that people are interested in hearing what they have to say. In terms of the, the benefits of uh, participating in the podcast, I've had such great feedback about the episode, uh, both from colleagues and and students, but also people that really I didn't know before and had the opportunity to engage with as a result of the podcast. It was also really great, I think, a great community-building exercise because I was able to learn more through listening to the podcast what other IMS researchers were doing. So I I really enjoyed that experience. Uh, As well, it managed to reach the ears of uh, UTM Research who then invited me to participate in their podcast called view to you an eye on UTM research. So that was an added bonus. Thank you very much raw talk.
5: Hi, raw talk podcast. This is Phil from episode 17. I shared my experience living with chronic pain on the patient perspective segment and now I'd like to share my experience being on the show and listening to it afterwards. I found it beneficial in a few ways to participate in the podcast. It was great to look back and reflect on both the injury and pain experience I've had over the last 10 years, and to see the therapeutic and pain management developments I've made over that time. It helped me realize actually that I have many structures in place that have taken a long time to put together, but when I hear them out loud, it makes the whole experience sound a bit less out of control. I also found it beneficial, and I hope others did as well, Um, to participate in this research and to hopefully help the medical community come into better dialogue with the chronic pain community. The chronic pain community is often unable or unwilling to discuss these issues, and I just hope that I could bring them into a bit of a better light. Thanks so much for having me back, Swapna, for some feedback and discussion. Uh, This is Phil from Episode 17 of the Raw Talk Podcast.
10: Hey, Raw Talk podcast team. How are you? This is Dr. Elizabeth Pang from episode 19. It's a privilege to sit here in front of your fancy new equipment that I'm speaking into. Congratulations on this. It just shows great work that you guys have been doing. For those of you uh, who didn't listen to my episode, I'm a neurophysiologist and a senior associate scientist at SickKids Hospital. I'm part of the epilepsy team, and my work here involves mapping language function in children who are going for epilepsy surgery. I had the privilege to talk about my work, and it was quite unique because I spoke to Alex, who's on your team, but Alex is my graduate student, and so uh, I had the chance to sit and just have a candid Really lovely conversation with Alex. I was a little nervous to do this because I've never done this before, and I'm a little bit shy, really, but it went really well. And when I had the opportunity to hear uh, the final podcast, I was blown away. I loved, first of all, um, that it sounded so great, but I loved that I had the chance to talk about my work and that Alex managed to sort of draw out some really interesting details for me that I didn't know uh, people could find out about. The The really cool part about the segment for me was that Jabir managed to contact Dr. David Cohen, who is a giant in my field, and I've only heard him speak at conferences, but I've never had the opportunity to talk to him. And uh, Jabir cold-called him and managed to get this amazing interview. And not only did Dr. Cohen talk about his science, which is amazing and groundbreaking, But he talked about his philosophy of science, which I really, really enjoyed. And to me, that was truly the highlight of my segment. So it wasn't about me. It was about him. It was fabulous. So looking ahead to season two, I think you guys have done a fabulous job with season one. And what I loved about what you guys are doing is that it's so diverse. So the meet the inventors, talking about patients, talking to clinicians. The fact that it's so diverse, I think, is reflective of our university, reflective of our country, and so I think it's really cool. So I would encourage you just to keep thinking outside the box, thinking of different ways to find out about what people are doing and just cover the broad range and the diversity of of the work that, that is done in the science community.
3: Hey Raw Talk, it's Fidel. I'm a master's student within the Institute of Medical Science. I was also actually the past president of the Institute of Medical Science Student Association. You may remember me from episode 9 of Raw Talk called Grad's Answer, where I actually talked about getting out of the lab and doing extracurriculars during your graduate experience and how important that is for your well-being as well as your experience um, in grad school. The thing I loved most about the podcast when you first came to me with the idea was that you're not doing it from a place where you're following a script and you're doing this for the IMS. You're doing this because you're genuinely interested in, in everything. And I want season two and even season three, season four, because there are going to be that many seasons. I want them to continue with this motivation, with this genuine interest, and just be yourselves when you're when you're doing the podcast. Don't follow a script, just be yourselves. And I think that's what's going to make the podcast really strong. And I, I just wanted to thank you all again for for putting on this podcast and making science interesting in the IMS again. Love you all.
11: Hey, Road Talk. I'm Felix Ratjen. I did episode 14. And for those who have missed this episode, which is very unfortunate because you shouldn't, I tell you a little bit about what I'm doing and who I am. So I'm a respirologist, a pediatric respirologist. My research is mainly in cystic fibrosis. And the research that I'm doing is translational, which means trying to bring discovery from the lab to to the patients. In terms of my experience with the with the Raw Talk uh, format uh, and the podcast. Uh, I must say I actually enjoyed it quite a bit because usually if we are asked for, for input, it's, it's a forum where you say one or two or three sentences and it doesn't necessarily capture the whole spectrum of how you build a research career, what actually gets you going, and how do you guide uh, yourself through that process and because it was very conversational it also opened up some side questions i was actually surprised when i listened to it that i provided some uh, some personal experience which i usually don't do in these uh, these type of settings so i think it gives gives people a little bit more of a personal review uh, view of what a researcher does and why they do it and how could you go about it if you if you 're interested in in pursuing a career like that and it, and that 's also the feedback that I received from people that uh, listened to the to the podcast, so I enjoyed that, and I think that's that 's been quite positive so in terms of the, some of the things that you may want to change in in upcoming in in the upcoming season i I think you you did a very good job in terms of the the format for for the interview, so in my case, there was also a patient experience, and I think that 's that's positive. Uh, what you may want to consider is um, because in healthcare we have very much work as, as teams and, and so potentially bringing in some of these other team members and also bring in trainees that work in research and bring in their perspective of the experience.
4: Raw Talk Podcast is a student presentation of the Institute of Medical Science at the University of Toronto. The opinions expressed on the show are not necessarily those of the IMS, the Faculty of Medicine or the University. To learn more about the show, visit our website at rawtalkpodcast.com and stay up to date by following us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Raw Talk Podcast. Support the show by using the affiliate link on our site when you shop on Amazon. Also, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher and rate us five stars. Until next time, keep it raw.
8: Beautiful girls chasing after you. Yeah,
1: I just, I finally called wanted. Yeah. <laughs>